I learned this. Well, here, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell you the exercise. I'm not going to have any pause. We're going to take the pauses so you can actually do it with me. Like you can close your eyes or do whatever. And I'm not going to do engagement during the exercise. But when the exercise is done, then I will, uh, I will stop and have engagement. So what you want to have is you want to have something to write on and something uh, and if you don't have anything to write on even electronically then you can use the chat if you want and we can you can read the chat later but ideally you want to have some way to take notes for what you experience after you experience this okay so here's how i came across this exercise i was participating in a high level program with somebody named uh, bill harris at center point research institute who is fantastic uh, and has now passed on and made his transition. And he explained something to me that made a lot of sense. And then I had the experience of it and you're gonna have the experience of it right now. We are raised with certain ideas about visualization. And so when I have conversations about visualization, a lot of times I talk about things that are audio because I'm an, I'm an audio processor. And I've gotten really good at just being able to say a few sentences from a rant or say a few things uh, and get clarity and feel that shift and get the emotional shift quickly. When you learn traditional visualization, people will always tell you to imagine it in a very specific way. And anybody who's taken any kind of visualization course, you've probably heard. Imagine like you're in your body and imagine like it's in full color and imagine like you're experiencing it. Put your hand out in front of yourself and you can see your hand. And they give you all these instructions of how to visualize. Well, it's turned out that that's all wrong. And here's why it's all wrong. Each and every one of us has our own specific imprint of what's truth for us and what's not truth for us. We imagine things in a very specific way on what's true and what's not. And what we're going to do right now for the exercise is you're going to discover how you identify when something is true and when something isn't. So we are going to start the exercise and the way to start is to close your eyes and take a big, deep centering breath. And just relax. Doesn't take long to relax. You might take one more breath. And what I'm going to ask you to do with your eyes closed is to think of a statement that you know for sure with a capital K-N-O-W is a true statement. And so for myself, it could be something like, I'm five feet, two inches tall, I have green eyes, or the statement, I'm 57 years old. Like those I know are true. They're undisputable. And so think of a statement like that for yourself that you absolutely know is true for yourself. That makes no difference what the statement is. So I'm just going to pause for like half a second just to let you go. This is it. And now I want you to say that statement internally in your mind a few times. So say that statement over and over again, the one statement over and over again in your mind two or three times. And then after you say that statement, 
just pause and observe. So you may or may not get a visual because your, your eyes are closed, but you may get a visual or you may not. But if you do get a visual, I'm going to ask you some questions now, and I want you to answer these to yourself, and we'll write them down later when your eyes are open, okay? So if you got a visual when you say that statement, ask yourself, is the visual in color or is it in black or white? And then ask yourself, am I observing the visual like I'm in my body and I'm looking through my eyes? Or am I observing the visual like it's on a movie screen? So you can say that statement again in your mind if it helps to bring up the image. If you have an image, and you may not, is, it, is the visual near or far away? Is it to the left or to the right, or is it center? Is it a moving picture? Or is it static? And is there anything else notable about the visual? Just make a note of it, because we're going to write it down later. Keep your eyes closed. Now, the next thing I want you to ask yourself, and I want you to observe, is any audio that you might hear. So say the statement again. And you, you may or may not get audio, but just say the statement. And I'll be quiet for one second so you can notice if there's audio. And so ask yourself, do you hear any sounds? And if you do, are they words or is it just some other sound? Is it loud? Is it soft? Is it coming from the right or the left or the center? Is there anything else notable about the audio? Okay, just put a pin in it. And you can say the statement again, because next we're going to observe your tactile feelings around that statement. So do you notice any feelings or emotions when you say the statement? Do you notice any sensations in your body or any sensations of touch? And if so, are they strong feelings or faint? And we're going to go right into saying the statement again and noticing odors. Are there any noticeable odors? And if so, are they pleasant or unpleasant? Are they coming from the right or the left or the center? Are they strong or faint? And then taste. Do you notice any taste when you say the statement? Pleasant or unpleasant? Sweet, sour, salty, spicy, bitter? How would you describe any taste? Strong or faint? Okay. Take another deep breath and then open your eyes. And what we're going to do is we're going to write down all your experiences. So I'm going to go through each of these again for you. And I'm going to write down all of these statements for you, okay? So the first one was when you said the statement, did you get a visual? Was it black and white or color? Were you in your body or through your, like a movie screen? Was it near or far away? Was it to the left or right or center? Was it a moving picture or static? 
Anything else notable? Okay. Then the next statement is audio. Did you have any sounds? Were there any words? Any other sound? Loud or soft? Coming from the right, left, or center? Any other notable things about the audio? Then tactile feelings. Were there feelings or emotions or sensations or touch? Were they strong or faint? Any odors, pleasant or unpleasant? Where they were coming from, the right, left, or center, strong or faint? Any flavors or tastes, pleasant or unpleasant? What kind of description would you give the flavors, strong or faint? Okay. Now, that's half of the exercise. And when you do this exercise, you're going to learn what truth is for you and how you experience it. So an example for myself, everybody in the world always says, when you visualize, visualize in your body and see yourself as though it's really happening and see it bright and full and full color. Well, it turns out that when I visualize truth, when I say a true statement to myself, like I'm five foot two, I see it like I'm on a movie screen. I'm out here seeing a five foot two person, that's me. That's truth for me. That's how I visualize truth. So when people were telling me all those years, visualize and be in your body and visualize, I was just training my brain to, to know that that visualization was false. That wasn't true for me. So all of that visualization I did, all those minutes, all those hours doing it that way, I was telling my brain, this is false, this is false, this is false, because I was visualizing in a way that wasn't accurate for me. So how do you know what's false for you? You do the exact same exercise we just did. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send this to you because the best way to do this is in two different sessions. You did one true statement. Now I want you to do another true statement and then another true statement. So the first one's I'm five foot two. I'm going to notice any visuals, any audio, any smells, any sounds, any feelings, yada, yada, yada. This next statement I'm going to say is I have green eyes. I'm going to do the same thing. So I'm going to do three statements and really figure out what is true and notice the consistencies. Consistently, I'm always viewing it like it's in a movie. Consistently, I'm always uh, hearing sound to the right. Consistently, I'm always viewing it in black and white, whatever the thing is that's true for me. Then you take a deep breath and you think of a false statement, something really false, like I'm a bus driver in Indonesia, right? Obviously, completely false. I'm a bus driver in Indonesia is my statement, right? Or I'm eight feet tall, right? So it's so clearly false that it's undisputable. And guess what? You do the exact same things and you write down what's false for you. And guess what turned out to be false for me? Visualizing inside my body as though it's already happening. When I'm telling a lie to myself or I'm lying about something, that's how I see it. Now you pick three false statements and you do that three times and you write down your answers. And what you're going to see is you're going to see a pattern. So now here's the fun part. Let's say you have something you don't believe. 
like my business, uh, what would be a good one? Okay, I make a million dollars a year and it's not true for you. And so when you visualize it, you're gonna see it as though it's not true. So how do you make it true? You start intentionally moving the picture or moving the audio or moving the sound. So if I was doing this visualization, when I visualized it, I'd be in my body saying the statement over and over again, and I'd be intentionally trying to push it out so that I see it outside my body like on a movie screen, because I know that I visualize lies like I'm in my body, but I visualize truth like I'm on a movie screen. So now you train your brain, you visualize in a way that's personalized to you, and when you do that and consistently, like just even a few minutes, you know, if you could do three minutes a day, you're a rock star, right? But if you visualize that thing you want in the way that's personalized to you, then your reticular activating system does the rest and just makes it true for you because your reticular activating system sees it as true in the way that you view truth and it just takes care of the rest for you. So I really love this exercise and I hope you do too. And I'm going to make sure that you have the full written instructions so that you can try it a few times because you want to be able to take some time and do it with a few different sentences both ways so you can notice little differences and if you have something that's just a little bit different it doesn't matter like you might say well they're exactly the same except when i was telling the lie the audio was on the left and not the right doesn't matter that's the thing that's all you need is one thing and that's the thing you change your brain knows this is the different thing it's only this one little thing but it's this so I know you're going to have a lot of fun with this and I can't wait to hear what you think.